You're now tuned in to Views from the Chicks, a podcast discussing the correlation between life and music. On this week's episode, we have a couple of questions that definitely needed some answers. Is there a difference between Pride and Prejudice? Do you need closure to forgive someone? And can you stand the purple rain? Let's get on with the show. Come on. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. I'm T and I'm here with. And I'm Joey and I'm here with. Kwana. Hey, lady. Hi. Hello, everybody. How are you, beautiful ones? How I'm you doing? doing good. We're good, good, good. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Yes. I am great. It is Saturday. It's a chill day. Yeah. You know, especially for me. Yeah, until day. Baby free today. So Hey, go ahead, mama. <laughs> exactly. So I get to <laughs> just relax and unwind. Take a nap. Yeah. yeah. Drink some wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got some things to talk about. Yes, but before we get into that, I want to shout out all of our listeners out there who's been riding with us and also new listeners. We got some feedback on one of our episodes recently. A lot of people are feeling the new segments that we introduced. Joey, do you have some uh, comments that people have made that you would like to let us know? I do. What the people are saying out there? <laughs> so someone made a comment about UT. Me? Yes. Oh boy. They I were do? really feeling that uh, safari. What I had to say, but they they seem to really be enjoying the segments. Um, they're getting a little bit of information out of everybody. Yeah. So someone said, "You better get a check for that plug up for Safari's dildo." Yeah. The FTC, we need to be sponsored. You heard me. Yes, that was on. Don't call it a comeback. Episode fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah. Yes. Episode fifty eight. So if you want to know what <laughs> the commentary is talking about, <laughs> please check out. Don't call it a comeback. It's it was it was kind of clever i must i need to pat myself on the back you that should was, no, that was really good <laughs> me and Quana you, were yeah, about to be like, on the floor oh okay yes that was a good one <laughs> I, I i go there sometimes <laughs> but yeah what else are they saying for sure um someone also said joey your trump impression i'm glad y'all are back it's the only way i can keep up with what you guys are up to oh that was sweet that was sweet someone else said love this segment with you guys keep doing your thing okay cool thank you listeners if you guys have any ideas or segment topics that we can introduce please let us know don't forget to leave comments or reviews on under apple Mm -hmm. pod that would be greatly appreciated because the the more reviews and views that we have is more visible on the platform so Mm -hmm. help us out and we can get yes. you guys more great content. reviews. Keep, keep going. Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. I was talking to a friend of mine this weekend, actually, and she told me that she shared it with five people. Mm. Oh, that's and awesome. They all had really great things to say. So if all of you guys can share with at least five people from your list, do it. We appreciate you. Okay, so let's get back to business. So I have a question. What you more, got in your mind? Maybe, maybe not a question, but a situation or a scenario that one of my homegirls presented with me this week. Okay. So she reconnected with someone from high school. Okay. And she was like, should I go for it? And I was like, yeah, you guys kind of had like a... I, I need context. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's a single woman. She's a single woman. 
And she had a crush on someone in high school? It wasn't a crush. They flirted a lot in high school. Got Did it. Did it go further than that? It never went further than that. Okay. It just was a surface level situation. No one ever did anything. It never went anywhere. No one ever said anything. It just so Got happened it. someone she met in college connected with them. Okay. Connected with that guy and asked her via text, do you know so-and-so? Mm. And she's like, oh my God, yes. We went to high school. It's such a small world. Yes. Mm. So me being the romantic person <laughs> that I am and loving love, I was like, this is a sign. Yes. I knew you guys had something going on. Go for it. Like, go for it. Yes. Get in there, girl. Okay. So she's like, I'm going to hit him up and just, you know, bring this conversation I had with the mutual friend that they have and see what's up. Mm-hmm. So they had a conversation. The conversation was going through social media in the DMs. Okay. Not once did he ask for her number. Okay. And she didn't ask either. Okay. okay. So All they're right. keeping it a little informal, well, a little formal right now. Like they're not really. Right. Was this a flirty cut? Cause no, it was just a catching up conversation where Got they are it. in life. Cause they haven't spoken in some years. Okay. Okay. So they were just catching up, but okay. this was like, a segue because this is a person who keeps reoccurring in her life and mm. got it so she's like mm, i'm single he's single are they both aware that they're both single oh, hold on okay, okay. there's more so to that's she reaches out to the friend and mm-hmm. shares the conversation with the friend and ask him what's his status like is he single blah blah, blah whatever yes he's single mm-hmm. however he only likes to date women that is his complexion or lighter <laughs> Is he darker than your friend? No, they are the same complexion. Oh, she saved because they're the same complexion. So she's in there, right? You would think. But she was like, if he has that mentality, yeah. I do not want Wanna to date him. him. Yeah. So my question for you, ladies. I'm going to just go ahead and just lay out right So here. what are your thoughts on this issue? Because there's a difference between preference, right? Is there a difference between preference when it comes to complexion? That is my question. It's unfortunate because it's. It's it's just she's rolling her eyes, people. Yes, (laughs) she's taking deep breaths and (laughs) rolling. Because it's like you're instead of just being open to meeting people, whoever they are Mm -hmm. um, and possibly having a connection with someone, you're. You're. Looking at someone and saying, oh, well, I don't, I prefer or I I only date women who are my complexion or lighter. Yes. He would not date someone who's darker than him. She could be the most amazing woman in the world, but he would not give her the time of day. And she, and he wouldn't deserve that woman because it's like, why base somebody on the color of their skin? Of their skin. But that's how he determines beauty in his I mean, eyes that's what he's attracted yes, yes, to yes that is his preference but his preference is colorist and prejudice mm, correct so it's that that so you're is, wow yeah i wonder what his mom looks like you know what i mean yeah like i feel like sometimes men date women who remind them of their mom from what i recall his parents and him have the same complexion okay however um, that does not you know, that does not guarantee that if he has kids with a woman who is of the same complexion of him or lighter, that their kid may not be darker because her dad yeah. may be darker and, you know, genetics skip. Right. But yeah, genetics are you, you never know what's going to happen. So the gag will be on him. Yeah. I mean, and would you love that child less because they are darker complected than you? No, I mean, you're not. It's some un- it's, it's unfortunate. 
it's, it's very really unfortunate. unfortunate and that's crazy and if i was your friend i would delete all communication with communication all evidence of that that was the nail in the coffin con- yeah yeah i would just be like oh well mm. moving on right joey right, moving on thoughts um my thoughts so i feel like if you have a preference that's fine your preference is your preference but based on that preference i know now that you are not the nigga for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's basically it because while it is unfortunate, I can't sit here and tell you who you should or should not be attracted to. I don't agree with it at all, but you are just not for me yeah. because there are someone, there's someone out there who may be like your friend. Or, well, not like your friend, but I mean, who may be the same complexion as your friend and be like, like you said, oh, I get a pass. So I'm good. It doesn't concern me. I don't care about that. Yeah. But luckily your mm-hmm. friend is smart. Yes. And she's thinking about how far that thinking that way can travel it can travel to other areas like you know there's people who are in situations with men who are extremely controlling and they're like well I'd like you to look a certain way I'd like your hair to be a certain way I need you to dress a certain way when you're out with me you know it it triggered it um it bleeds into other aspects Mm -hmm. of the relationship so I personally would consider that a red flag of some sorts so you don't think that's a huge red flag so there's a difference between having a preference when it comes to complexion versus having a preference when it comes to height is that can we put those two on the same (sighs) it's different because there's nobody is like losing out on jobs because they're thank short you. nobody is being thrown in jail because they're short like, <laughs> thank stop you it, y'all like stop with this well i like tall guys or i like you know i like um right fuller figured women or no i get i get that people like what they like in their mm-hmm. preference but Th- that just, is a preference just the fact that you have an issue with someone's skin color to the point where you will say i'm not even going to even look, look that way over there right because Mm -hmm. you have a darker skin tone and him being a black man Mm -hmm. i'm I'm assuming he is black come on like Mm -hmm. i would i would be completely my thought would go who or first of all who raised you oh number one number one and what have you gone through exactly second of all (laughs) who are you around Mm -hmm. friends family if i was his friend i would have checked him yeah And that's it. And to flip on this, I had a friend in high school who um, was fairly light skinned and she actually dealt with an identity crisis in a sense because she was light skinned and a lot of the guys kind of they thought she was exotic. So she got a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. But when she realized what she was getting attention for, it did something to her psychologically Mm because she's like, "Okay, you guys only care about my exterior, but I'm a really dope ass person. Right. Mm -hmm. So it kind of fucked with her a little bit. Right. So on the flip side of that, it's like, you say that thinking that I guess the fairest skinned woman would would appreciate that, but it's like yeah. no, no, no one gives a fuck, right? So yeah. shut up. But like, it, but it's like even if you know he's talking to two women and he has this dark skinned woman and he's like, well, I'm even, I mean, I'm not checking for you, mm-hmm. and then he goes over to you know the lighter skin, fairer skinned woman with you know long curly hair or whatever it is that he likes, she should also be offended. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, so you're going to disrespect her or ignore her like she mm-hmm. doesn't exist. But come over here to me because why? Because you think I am mixed with something mm-hmm. that you think is, you know, you think just being black is not enough. You right. got to be, you got to have a little bit of. You have deeper issues. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. whatever else nationality or like, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird. Shout out to my friend because if she would have said, 
something different like joey was saying and was okay with it because yeah. oh if she was desperate yeah. for like, a man oh, well, and was I'm like oh, okay oh i'm within the the complexion i would i would have to check her as well so yeah. i'm happy that she is smarter than that because that's why we're friends yeah but anyways that's yeah crazy. that was the scenario that i had this week that i wanted to get everybody's opinion on you know what so sorry thanks. to this man <laughs> sorry to this man sorry to your mama shit yeah sorry to everybody throw the whole man away <laughs> okay so Fresh. moving right along let's hop into our first segment of the day is joey what's your segment again so a dose of dopeness on this segment i'm just highlighting people who are doing some really dope creative things with music not necessarily a musician but you're creative you probably own your own business or like created something really innovative and you've decided to incorporate music in that somehow so the person that i'm highlighting today is a man by the name of marcus blackwell and he is the creator of the educational app called make music count so with a musical background and a skill set for mathematics, Marcus created the app for students like him, who once was afraid of math but is now mesmerized by how far it can be taken. So from his mouth directly, Make Music Count was created after I realized how exactly I learned to play the piano. As a pianist and organist who plays music by ear, I realized that I built my music chords by applying mathematics versus simply listening and playing what I heard. I learned different notes and progressions to play by using numerical structuring and then match what I derived with what I hear in songs. So for the app, the musical application to songs on the piano provides a sense of gamification and eliminates fear. Each lesson includes algebraic formulas that play melodies and chords of popular hip-hop and pop songs. It also shows you how and where to place your fingers so you can play along. The app also allows the students to earn points, keep track of their progress, and test their skills against other app users by remixing math and music. So that's really good because they're able to interact with their, uh, with their classmates and like you know test each other and quiz each other as well. So since the app's debut, math tests have increased by 28% for those who use it. Eight states have partnered with the app and over 100 schools are currently using the platform. So I wanted to highlight Marcus because I think what he's doing is really, really dope, um, especially for... You know, math is not an easy subject. No. You know, like I, <laughs> I actually are really good at it. But yeah, I, I am, you know, I'll tap, pat myself on the back for that. OK, but, so um, it makes sense now. <laughs> it, no, no, it does make sense because mm -hmm. it has been scientifically proven mm -hmm. that people who are into music, who plays instruments at an early age mm -hmm. or they are very good at math. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. So it, the fact that he came up with this is freaking mm -hmm. genius there you go. it goes hand in hand and to tap into that and to help with test scores mm -hmm. is beyond genius mm -hmm. and i hope more schools would bring his program his app into, into the school schools. system i always think about the teachers who like go viral with their videos and they yes. turn like different things into songs mm -hmm. and they end up on ellen but you know yes yeah. so um she has yeah. everybody on her show she, she does, does. <laughs> <laughs> everyone i'd be crying her research lie. team must be <laughs> legit yeah and they do good stuff they do great mm -hmm. stuff about yeah. good people yeah but, but yeah. also for teachers i think teachers don't get enough credit mm -hmm. i saw the other day that lizzo she was reunited with her uh, music instructor mm. that who pushed her to be better with the flute mm. he said you have to apply yourself mm -hmm. and because he said those words and encouraged her to apply herself she is who she is today she yeah. plays instruments and she kills the damn thing yeah. yep. so working in flute yeah yes so flute. <laughs> that's just a prime example of how educators and just like apps and you know things like this can be vital to people in their you know lives and absolutely making them who they are so i think kudos to this man this is genius 
And I shout out to you, Joey, for spotlighting this. Yeah. We don't hear about people like this enough. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think it's cool being someone who didn't do too well in math in school. I think if there was a, a maybe um, an option of something that was a little bit more fun, something that was a little bit more engaging to me, mm-hmm. um, I could have been better at the subject. I right. could have maybe spent less time. With so if there was like tutoring. Sade coming out of the, something Ooh, notes imagine. every time you got a math problem, Oh, right? yes. <laughs> like something to motivate me, something... Right. That will help me sort of get the formulas or whatever problems I was working Mm -hmm. on in a way that related better to who I was as a person, Mm -hmm. whether it's the music I'm listening to or Mm -hmm. what have you. I think I would have definitely done better in math and spent less time at tutoring at (laughs) seven in the morning or or after (laughs) the struggle is real. It's not easy. Failing math classes because I just couldn't grasp. Like Mm -hmm. my brain just does not naturally work that way. Um, there's a lot like math is very structured with a lot of very, rules mm-hmm. yeah. and it's boring. It's boring. And, and most of the time Teaching when, it is boring too. when teachers <laughs> would say, Oh, well th- the number is this because this right. divided by this plus this is this. And I'm like, why? And they're uh, like, because that's what it is. And I'm just like, is. but why though? And, then, <laughs> and that, my mind is just like, but why does it have to be that right. complicated? Like, can it be Why is that such else? a matter of fact? Yeah. Is type there of another thing? way I can get to this? solution like that's how my brain thinks so math is not and i think and for me i think that's why i like math because i'm like a natural problem solver Mm -hmm. like if i can't figure something out i will i'm and i'm patient so i'm the type of person that'll spend like three hours trying to figure out this task and then when i get it i feel accomplished in that got it so like with math is if i'm trying to compute like the root square of blah 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 Mm -hmm. when i get the answer right it's like a little peak of a you know what i mean of like ding 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 right for me so that's interesting. I think that's why yeah. I liked it. It tires me out. Yeah. I'm with, <laughs> I get it. I'm with Kwan yeah. on I'm this like, one. I'm like, why does it have to be this way? <laughs> like, that's in my brain. Yes. <laughs> like, give me a paintbrush. Give me Yeah, like, give me something or, that yeah. I, there's no particular rules. I can right. just kind of, like, Do let your thing. Which makes sense for you free. guys because you guys were in fashion where you're able yeah. to kind of be more creative. Yeah. And sense. writing, too. I, I think I enjoyed writing. Writing was always my stronger mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. Math, I struggle with just like Quana did. So if I had this app during school, I would be killing the game because you know the fact that we love music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's trending. It's popular music. And also for the students at a young age, interacting with your classmates can be difficult. So having an app where you guys can collaborate and have teams and it's fun because it's relating to something outside of just the classroom. It's relating to like the latest Migos song or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's something you guys thoroughly enjoy. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out. If I had some coins, I would, invest in this app right like Learn. heavily yeah. so people out there with some money you know this is a great way to Look put him it up. to use Look him up. Look him yeah, up. yeah. Oh. make make music com. i believe that yeah the apps on should be on um itunes store and android i believe mm-hmm. okay but make music com. it has everything on there awesome Perfect. so quana Yes, so Let Me Upgrade You is a um, segment. It may not be related to music, but just something where we can talk about something that makes our lives easier, makes our lives better, maybe something going on personally that we can um, help our listeners out with. But um, it could be something as 
you know, small as like these really dope sheets I got from this website that Ooh. are just the bomb. I and need everybody needs to go out. Oh, <laughs> me too. Everybody needs to go Ain't out and like get sleeping some. on some clean sheets, honey. Right? Mm. Like, you know, that's an upgrade fresh, just there. Right? Ooh. You know, so it could be that or it could be relationship wise. Like, okay. you know, um, in the don't call it a comeback episode we talked about how music affects your emotions yes and if maybe you're having a bad day why listening to sad music mm-hmm. could help you out right mm-hmm. um so this week i wanted to discuss forgiveness this came about because of the amber geiger case um and she is the former police officer who shot botham jean mm-hmm in his apartment mm-hmm. after claiming that she thought it was her apartment. Correct. They, I don't think that she was under the influence of anything, right. but she entered a, an apartment where she thought it was hers, mm-hmm. saw this man sitting here eating ice cream, chilling, and took out her gun and shot him twice. Yeah. It was dark when she went into the apartment. Yes. Um, so, of course, you know, that story doesn't sound altogether right. People yes. are like, how did you step into someone's apartment right. and think it was yours and it's on a, a whole nother floor yeah. big old red rug in front of his door that's that she never put there right yeah like there's and when you go into your apartment let's just be 100 percent. you know what your house smell like you know what when your you, house smells so when you walk like, into someone else's house you distinctively notice the smell no right? matter how dark yes. it is yeah no matter how dark yeah. you like i would walk into my room mm, something this thing it's not my place like there's yeah. different things so that's all bullshit exactly i mean the smell the way your furniture yeah. is set up, even if it's dark, the way your furniture is set, like you just, you know, when you're walking into a place that's not yours. Right. Correct. Um, Anyways. But after the trial was a public trial, she was um, convicted of murder and given a sentence of 10 years, I think with a minimum of five. So mm. possibly mm. in five years, she could be on parole um, or get out, depending on the situation. Okay. Um, so I'm bringing up the subject of forgiveness because during the trial, Botham Jean's brother, his uh, younger brother, 18-year-old Brant Jean, he hugged um, Amber Geiger, mm-hmm. saying that he forgives her for what she did, killing his older brother, and he wanted to give her a hug. So he asked the judge, can I hug her? He comes down. Yeah. They hug. They embrace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and yeah. then here comes the judge, who is a black woman, coming down off the stand, mm-hmm. hugging this woman, mm-hmm. um, giving her a Bible, crying, patting her on the back. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And it just made me think of forgiveness and what that means to us as people what that means to us as black people what that means to us individually Mm -hmm. and um you know maybe like i'm sure most of us has not we have not gone through something as tragic as having our older sibling or someone in our family shot by police in this way but we've all had someone do us wrong in some way in our lives right so when you're encountered with someone who you are told that, oh, well, you should forgive them or, you know, forgiveness is necessary not for them but for you. Like, what do you guys feel? Not just in this particular story because there's so much we could unpack with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so much. we could That could be so a whole much, episode. That could real. be a whole episode, especially. Not today. Um, <laughs> but 
if you guys do want to go a little bit into detail about black forgiveness, the Daily Beast has an article online by Sophie A. Nelson, and it is called The One-Sided Nature of Black Forgiveness, and it's mm. a really good article. I have to check um, that out myself. For yeah, sure. it's mm-hmm. it's a really good article. And um, I guess the main point she wanted to drive home is why must we always show our temperance and goodness mm. when others take our lives? Why does the forgiveness always seem to go in one direction? Mm. Um, so that was the question she posted. But what I want to ask you ladies is just in general, doesn't have to be this particular um, situation, but how do you feel about forgiving people who have done you wrong? Are you someone to forgive easy, move on? Yes, I forgive you. You know, you know, you get an apology. You know it's sincere. This person wants to make it right. Mm-hmm. Are you just like, okay, cool. I forgive you. Let's move on. Or are you the kind that's like, you know, you know what? A forgiveness or, or an apology is not enough for me. I need something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'll say that I have no problems with forgiveness. I think it definitely depends on what you're forgiving mm-hmm. and how the person, you know, what the person has done to earn that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a situation where someone else has done wrong or whatever it is, if that person has come to terms with their role in whatever the situation is and you guys actually communicate and have a discussion about how that played out, then I think that forgiveness is earned properly in that way. But I do feel like for the person doing the forgiving, you have to kind of take into account the situation itself and then you got to decide how you're going to move afterwards because mm-hmm. even though you forgive someone it doesn't mean okay i forgive you now let's go back to x y and z however yeah. it was because then you know who's to say whatever that situation is doesn't happen again mm-hmm. but it's like okay i forgave you we've we're on this understanding now where you have been forgiven but with that forgiveness now i have to know how to move differently and you do the same okay Wh- right. whatever direction you decide to do that okay right so I'm fine with forgiveness. Honestly, I think harboring all that negative energy for whatever reason is not healthy mm-hmm. in terms of growth for either person. And I'm cool with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just real quick in terms of the situation um, with the Amber Geiger thing, I understand the brother forgiving because yeah. it's like he has to live with that, you know. Yeah. Like my brother is gone. Right. Yeah. And I can't get him back. Right. So there's no reason for me to harbor this negative energy towards you. Mm-hmm. Granted, of course, I don't agree with you killing my brother. That's yes. not what his form of forgiveness meant. But I understand, especially them being connected to the church with the family and stuff. Yeah. I understand that. For the judge, you're doing your job. You shouldn't have Yo, any type of connection. She was out of line. You're yeah. doing she your job. Separated. She should have separated that. Of line. And it kind of like softens the blow. And she's also running for some... Oh, yeah. Political. Oh, well, she's there running we for have office. It, so it seems like it was a power move. But that's another conversation. There we mm-hmm. have it, y'all. But yeah, with the judge, with the brother, I'm like, you know yeah. what? Fine. I get that. Not yeah. what I would have done, but fine. That's you. Cool. The judge, you're there to do your job. You should have no type of, you know, yeah. conflicting interest or whatever in this case. And I feel like it kind of was like a slap in the face to us because it shows people like, you know, she kind of softened the blow. It's like, yeah. OK, mm-hmm. so other people who are out there, police or whatnot, shooting these black people for no goddamn reason yeah it's not showing like this is not okay it's like oh well you killed us but yeah it's it's like it's gonna be okay let me (laughs) hug you and it's like she just she's a she's a convicted criminal right now you better get your ass off the stand and hug every convicted criminal that comes in your court yeah because if she was i'm telling you she was black or whatever keep that same energy keep it Yeah. yeah 
keep that safe energy so that's how i feel yeah see well um well for me forgiveness is a difficult thing i struggle with that and i because of my faith and believing in god and knowing that he has forgiven us for all of our sins i feel like as a disciple of christ i should walk in the same path right Mm -hmm. however i'm still human and I find difficulty with that at times. As I've gotten older, my forgiveness level has increased a lot Mm -hmm. just because of scenarios and seeing how, like Joey was saying, how free I feel after Mm -hmm. forgiving someone and kind of putting it to the side and like, I'm moving on. I don't want to harbor this anymore. I want to be free of this scenarios. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes I have conversations with myself and say, have you really forgiven that person? Mm-hmm. You say it, mm-hmm. you kind of act that way, but have you really forgiven them? Because I still hold them accountable for what they did to me, right? Yeah. So I'm a part of that whole mentality, I forgive, but I don't forget. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to hide my feelings too. So when I forgive, I have to just truly, truly forgive because in some way I'm still trying to make that person pay for what they did to me. So it's something that I'm working on constantly, but I've noticed when I truly forgive and move forward, it's so much more freer. And, and just me trying to work on my faith too, in the same time. And going back to the whole case, the way that man want to forgive that lady, that is his business. Mm -hmm. I know social media was tearing him apart and you know, they have articles, which it came up for a great conversation. We're having the conversation here right now. That's his walk, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to, like Quana was saying, he needs to live with that. He needs to be free of that. He has to go through this whole trial, this public size yeah. case, and go through that. That's his walk. Doesn't mean the rest of us have to walk that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way we forgive is on an individual person basis, I think. But as long as you forgive, that's the first step. Right. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. it. And just, just real quick to add to your point, I was going to say, I think that people wouldn't have been as offended i guess you can say by um his action of hugging her if he just said i forgive you and moved on yes the fact that you visually see him hugging her yeah it's like ugh. but i think the reason why he physically hugged her was because going to what you said t that was kind of like a test to him like do i really forgive her right and i think him Mm -hmm. hugging her in that moment because that's like the last time he's going to see her for the most part was like a it like solidified like okay maybe I do really forgive her or whatever. It was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, reassuring himself, mm-hmm. exactly. I think, just to see it from his perspective. But Kwana, what is your general thoughts on forgiveness? Um, I think I'm more like T. I think I struggle with forgiveness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a pretty, um, pretty chill person, not really a person who engages in a lot of conflict. Um, But in the times that I do, it's hard on me because that is not who I am naturally. I am not naturally an argumentative person Mm -hmm. or someone who fights or someone who likes to argue or um, get upset in that way. Mm -hmm. So when that does happen and I am faced with somebody who might have said something to me that was wrong or something that hurt my feelings like that hits me a lot harder because that's just not like I am pretty much like chill even killed with everybody like I really don't encounter too much of of conflict um so if I do come up in a situation where someone did something toward me 
and they are asking for forgiveness and they are showing me that they saw what they did was wrong. They want to apologize. They want to make it right. They ask for my mm-hmm. forgiveness. I'm good right. because I see I'm looking at you. You're bringing this to me. I see that, you know, we're, we're talking about it and I see that you are being sincere. Right. If it is a situation where this person has not come to me and apologized and it's kind of just like left, like mm-hmm. no closure left out in the open and yeah. I am forced to forgive just off of my own thing, that's right. really hard for me to do. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. Next, yeah. I was going to say, do you need closure in order to forgive? I do right. need closure. Everybody's I need, different. Yeah, I need closure in order f- mm-hmm. to forgive because yeah. I, me, I'm the kind of person who I like to resolve things. I don't like, you know, some people will argue and then they're like, oh, I just need to cool off and then they leave. And never come back. <laughs> and then you never revisit the conversation that you just had. Like we were just arguing right. or like people, you know, like maybe in a, in a romantic situation you're arguing and then, you know, someone's like, well, you know, okay, fine. You're right. Let's just like have sex. Like, like I don't believe in makeup sex. Like right. I don't. I mean, some people can have sex and still be roll over and be angry. No, again. don't touch me. What are, what are we talking <laughs> about? Like, let's resolve what we are discussing and then go from there. I think, I think people use that and specifically in terms of makeup sex, but like, I feel like people use that to cut the conversation short. Yeah. They don't like communicating. That's someone who has a hard time communicating period. Yeah. So they'll enter, you know, throw in yeah. something else as a distraction. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I've gotten better over the years with saying, sorry, I used to never really. Ne- oh, never, Me too. never. Me too. I refuse to say, I'm sorry. Refuse. That's the Aquarius in you. Are you Aquarius? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. See, I have a little bit of Capricorn yeah. and Aquarius. Yeah. In me and it's because I, it's because I think I'm right. So when I think yeah. I'm right, I, why do I have to apologize? Cause I'm, yeah. I'm correct. See, but and I'm a Libra, so I'm the balancer. So I'm yes. always, if I apologize like, in the moment, don't get me wrong in the moment, I'm defensive as hell. I'm like, yes. eh, yeah. but then I'll think about it and I'll reach yeah. out and be like, you know what? What I said wasn't right or blah, blah, yes. blah, blah. And yeah. my, yeah. my daughter's a Libra and she apologizes for, for everything Aww. and i have I to tell her you don't have to apologize apo- you don't have to apologize it's okay but she is she's sorry so quick mommy i'm sorry mommy uh, mommy sorry like yeah. so quick and i'm just like i gotta get her out of that habit because i'm like you ain't gotta apologize <laughs> yeah. for nothing it takes the time you'll, you'll bounce her out yeah, yeah. It takes definitely time. but yeah i i've gotten better with saying sorry mm-hmm. um but i definitely need closure and i need resolution like yeah. if we get into an argument um cool me and joey are arguing mm-hmm. all right girl da, 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 da. you know cool and you then it's like it. you know what you know i shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. that wasn't really nice to me mm-hmm. i'm really sorry i didn't mean it that way mm-hmm. i'm sorry about that all right i'm sorry too cool i'm done mm-hmm. with it we ain't got to talk about it again mm-hmm. it's over mm-hmm. whatever you know it's true. water under the it's bridge true. yeah but if it's just like you know, you argue with a friend and then you never see them. For then like you're tense about it because then when you see them, you're like, oh, I don't want to run into them or something. Right. Yeah. It's, like, it's like then years later you see them. Mm-hmm. All those feelings for me are going to come rushing Same. back. Right. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no, I didn't forgive mm-hmm. you. I'm still kind of pissed off about what you did in <laughs> 1995. <laughs> <laughs> and that's horrible to walk around with. Yeah. Free but, yourself but for of me, that. But for Shit. me, because it's like I put it in a box and I, I put it away. Mm-hmm. Um then it's it's just i just put it away yeah until it it's brought back up but definitely um forgiveness is is important i think more so for ourselves than for the other person exactly. just to let go of 
you know, especially if there's no closure. If there's closure and there's a resolution, definitely try your hardest Mm -hmm. to really get past. Yeah. Especially if you know the other person was sincere in their apology Mm -hmm. and and what have you. But definitely um, it's harder to do that when there isn't any closure, but we can all definitely work a little harder to let it go. Yeah. Yep. And that is my segment. Upgrade your life. You got somebody to forgive. Just, you know, it's good. It's hard, but work on it, y'all. Have those conversations. Think about how you probably could have better communicated Mm -hmm. or they communicated with you. And if there's someone that you can forgive or maybe you need forgiving, maybe you need to be the one to do the apologizing. Okay, Yanlas. I mean, you know. (laughs) You know. Yes. (laughs) Let's see what you got for your segment. Yeah. Yeah. So my segment is Behind the Lyrics. And when I talk about Behind the Lyrics, music is more than just the beat. The lyrics also say something. So for this week, I am pulling from the headlines, just like Kwana did. So recently, Trump had a campaign stop. (laughs) Every time we talk about Trump, it just, but this scenario prompted me to even go here with the lyrics. I'm I'm all ears. Yes, you're going to like it, though. Okay. So during during a campaign event in Minneapolis, uh, Trump, his team, they played Purple Rain. They played Purple Rain after his estate told him last year not to play Purple Rain. Yet they did it again. So basically, Prince's estate came back out again and told him yet again. They even sent him a letter, sent his office a letter saying, do not play this man's music. We do not allow you to. But they tried it again. They keep trying, Prince. Joe, you're going to have to go get them. <laughs> Anyways, so they sent out a statement saying that we did not approve of this and kind of, so it was like a whole thing. You know, let, I mean, Prince, you know, may his soul rest in peace. Don't do this to the man because this is everything the man is against. And for you to try to bring up his legacy in this way is crazy. So after seeing this headline, I was like, hmm, Purple Rain. Let's go behind the lyrics. Please. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some Prince. Prince yes. is like my absolute favorite person. Yes. And if you know yes. about Prince and his catalog of work, you know Purple Rain is based off of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should definitely check it out if you've never seen it before. I might need to revoke your black card if you have it. Okay. If you need to borrow it, I have it. Yes. yes. Take it. <laughs> So basically, the synopsis of the movie is Prince, who is playing himself, is trying to learn how to become a responsible boyfriend, musician, and leader, but coming to the realization that his father had the same dream and it failed. So there's a power struggle between that. So I went on Genius to really look at the lyrics, and I love the commentary on Genius about how people interpret the lyrics. Mm -hmm. So the verse in particular that I really want to discuss today is verse three, and in the verse, I'm going to go towards the end of the verse where he's where Prince sings, you say you want a leader, but you can't seem to make up your mind. I think you better close it and let me guide you to the purple rain. OK, so then I was reading the comments of one person, how they interpreted the lyrics. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is powerful. And I think it went with the moment. So one of the contributors to Genius said I came across a realization. What if this song is deeper than just talking about a woman and his relationship? I think this song is a prophecy. I can break it down like this. Purple Rain is a symbol of Prince's legacy. When Prince died, all media coverage of his death caused people all over the world to revisit his catalog, his work, and his life. People were forced to look at the impact his life had on the world. It was as if raining purple all over the world. You say you want a leader but you can't seem to make up your mind. Prince was a leader throughout his whole life. 
He blazed trails in the music industry to get freedom for artists. He led Black Lives Matter campaign with the song Baltimore. He realized that the world may have been in need of a little guidance that he wanted to provide with his genius. I think you better close it and let me guide you to Purple Rain, Prince sings. You don't need to worry about what's going on, going to happen in the future. I know what's going to happen in the future. I can help you once you get there. Let my life, in quotes, Purple Rain, guide you. So that was his interpretation of the song. And I thought it was beautiful because, yes, Trump playing his song at the campaign event was a negative thing. But I was just thinking to myself, well, actually, it could be a good thing because it reminds people of his legacy and what he stands about. Mm -hmm. And it overshadows what they were trying to portray at the event or whatever Trump stands for. So I thought it was great to kind of go behind the lyric in that way. What are your thoughts? (sighs) Well, with the Trump thing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot to unpack. They need to sue his ass. Because there was yeah. a formal letter was sent it a, initially. Was cease and desist and all yeah, that? Yeah, like they need to. Uh, Come on. But, but you know anyway. he's above lawsuits. Motherfucker. Mm. Anyway. He ain't about to be about, above bes- this impeachment though. But without. <laughs> but in terms of um, Purple Rain, Purple Rain is like a classic, classic, classic album. Um, Prince is without a doubt one of my favorites, like favorite artists ever. Right. I just really loved his artistic um, freedom and his ability to just be free and be himself, especially the time when he came out, where being like as being as much as, as an individual as he was, like it wasn't super, super ex, um, accepted, but he stood out and he didn't care. He never cared. You know what I mean? He was just always so free. So in terms of Purple Rain, I mean, I think that's a really interesting breakdown of the song. And now just thinking myself of what it could possibly mean, like just knowing that he was someone who always dared to dream mm-hmm. and kind of see the impossible. And Purple Rain is something that you're not going to see, right. like literally on the day to day basis. Right. So it's like Purple Rain, Purple Rain, like see the impossible. Mm-hmm. You can make the impossible happen. Mm-hmm. Um, look beyond the physical look beyond what you know to be true right um you know what you think is impossible is attainable in that exactly so yeah Yeah. that's kind of how i would break down that particular lyric Mm -hmm. and it's Um, relatable to today's time it's not only a love song it's more than a love song yeah yeah absolutely kwana definitely um i think for in my opinion um the lyrics of that particular line I believe that Prince was always very insightful and he always had the foresight to know that I want to achieve these things. This is how I see my life turning out. This is the, you know, not necessarily fame, but this is how I see my legacy. This is what I would like to achieve. And I want to be be that artist that travels all over the world. People know my my music. People know my impact, my impact. Mm -hmm, People, mm -hmm. you know, I can help other artists bring them up. I can. And he did that all the time. Yes. Yes, I can co-sign, you know, young, younger people who are coming up who have that that spirit of like, you know, that creativity, like they have that it factor Mm -hmm. that he knows that he had it all along. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can see that in other people. I can help out. I can, you know, pay it forward. And um, I think Purple Rain is a testament to the life that he always knew he was going to have. He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to have that. I'm going to be that musician that I've always envisioned that I'm going to be. 
Um, and that in Purple Rain is that legacy. This is my career. This is my impact on the rain, on the world. This mm-hmm. Purple Rain. I like that what you just said, impact on the rain. On the rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't make that rain. rain purple. Yes. 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 So now it's, um, yeah, so I definitely feel like, um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, I remember watching that movie over and over, over and over. And over. Yeah. The little over dancey. Over again. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I got something in it. So I was good. I was a little when I was younger and mm-hmm. I saw that movie came on BT. Yeah, I was a little spooked out. Really, I was too. <laughs> I was spooked out. I just couldn't. I was like, what is well, going on? I, I was always so because the way we're shot, you yes. know, it's I kind of never, dark. Yes, I was a little scared. I was like, who is this man? Yeah. Like, a little I noir under- film, very right. noir. So, mm-hmm. as, at a young age, watching it is hard to understand. Yeah. I feel like now, as an adult, I can appreciate it in yes. a different mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. back then, I. Yeah, me too. I thought I thought I was like, who is this crazy man? <laughs> right? Why he dressed like that? Why he dressed like that? Why is he acting like that? Why is he what? making that lady cry? Yeah, and why does this lady like him? Yes, like I was I was confused <laughs> as well. But you know, <laughs> I knew that like my parents and my family loved mm-hmm. Prince, so, yeah, and loved the music. My mom too. And, she loved Prince. So. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm just you know as a kid, I'm just I don't it's, get it. Yeah, but, you know, my I never got it. it. But, yeah, yeah. So I just found it so interesting because I'm like, I've never seen this before. Uh, what what is you're happening? fascinated? Them, okay. What is it? The ass ash taps? Yeah, ash them, the ash maybe that's what spooked me out. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, and you know he's. Walking around in a jerry curl and heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you I guys think? Well, actually, I guess that's an obvious answer. I was just gonna say quickly. Do you think an artist like him would fly today? But of course, I guess that's obvious. He was before his oh, time. Yes. He was yeah. pushing the envelope before it was an envelope to push. Yeah. yeah. So shout out. He to was him. over there folding the paper to make an envelope. Yeah. Yes. He was. <laughs> he didn't even blueprint. have a name at one point. Yeah. He was a symbol, a True. sign. Yeah. True. He was creating the blueprint. Him and Diddy can go toe to toe with the names. So. <laughs> the changes the changes so but that's what you have to do as an artist because as Evolve. things are evolving you gotta stay up with it and yes. that's what makes him one of the greatest artists of all time this song is like on i think um is listed as you know under one of the top 100 songs of all time yes. so i think my favorite so. part about prince though because i grew up more of a michael jackson fan me too mm-hmm. um instead of prince but i think what. I enjoyed the most about him is toward more toward the end of his career when mm. because he was always so very behind private, the scenes. Private, yeah, private. he didn't know anything. Yeah, rarely ever did interviews. Rarely mm. ever appeared anywhere. Didn't do um, you know award shows like never. You he know? wasn't about the industry. No, right. he wasn't. He was about making his music and going home. The exactly. Um, and toward maybe the last few years of his uh, life. You know, he was at like BT, and yeah. you know, he was campaigning. Yes, you would see, and and his I personality love it more because you could see his personality. Mm-hmm. He was so shady. Somebody <laughs> his on shade Instagram was real. put up like a um, compilation of all his shadiness, <laughs> and it was like Prince is the most shadiest person on the planet. And yes. you just see this like all the five videos. minute compilation yes. of his face mm-hmm. during. So I was like. You appreciate that. I love later. this because you get to see the the person behind right, who yeah. this was. He was so funny. I could just imagine being in a room with, with him, him and just seeing the way his eyes just dart around <laughs> and his face. I would just be laughing. Yes. Like 
I, I love that we got to see a little bit of, of his personality before yes. you left this Amazing. earth. Me but too. Like, yeah. Rest in peace. Prince. Well, yeah. yeah. We miss you. Well, great episode, lady. A lot of interesting topics. Yeah, Hot sure. topics. For sure. So be sure to check us out on all major platforms. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to Views from the Chicks. I'm yep. T. I'm Joey. And I'm Kwana. We out. Bye. Peace.